fully bad answer. Okay, Justin, so um, I thought it was okay. Um, I thought you were safe, which is very important at this level. Um, but uh, an acute exacerbation of asthma is a very common interview scenario has come up many times before and will continue to come up. And I think it's really an opportunity to really think about how to refine your answer. I think you covered a lot of the main things, but there are quite a few marks, I think, still left out there, which could have been improved on. Um, and I think in general, the main things to think about are structure, um, structure, um, comprehensiveness of some of your assessments and knowing more about the, the next steps. Uh, even though it might not be something you've even been involved in that much, it's important to be aware of where this patient might need to be heading next and what needs to be done. So we'll go through it in order. So I thought your assessment, um, you went straight into an A to B assessment, uh, which is fine. But I think in most scenarios, um, there's always an opportunity to um, get some extra freebies. Um, so getting a bit of a collateral from what ED have done so far, any history they've taken, any investigations they may have done, uh, and a bit, a bit of background about this patient. I think for some patients it's not as important, but in someone who's a young patient who's coming with exacerbation of asthma, it's so important to know about whether they've got brittle asthma, i.e. they've had multiple admissions to HDU before um, and needing NIV and uh, intubation versus those that haven't. Um, I, so I thought your A to E assessment, you could have asked some more questions before going straight into the A to E assessment. Thought you, it's good that you did an A to E assessment, but again, your A to E assessment is a bit, um, a bit all over the place. So whilst you do A, B, C in that order, uh, when you're within B, you kind of jump from percussion and use auscultate and then you're asking for a spiritual have a clear structure for exactly how you're going to go through each part of your ate and i think for example in a you move very quickly through it's a patient breathing done you might want to do a few other things like understanding whether they're wheezy whether there's any you know looking for any airways airways obstruction because this is a patient with wheeze and you haven't quantified whether it's expiratory or inspiratory yet so this could actually be a, a foreign body per se you don't know uh, so it's important to think about a few of those things. Um, then moving on to, again, you, you, you completed your uh, AT assessment. And it's good to think about, A, peppering your AT assessment with a few investigations in there as well. So simple things like an ABG, um, ABG, ECGs, chest x-rays, they can be brought into AT assessment. Or if not, certainly the end of your AT assessment, you should be thinking about, A, uh, what investigations you might want to start and that may be the next question but they'd always thank you for having gone through the next question before they've had to ask it and b um always think about reassessing you you when you're within your a to e this patient is you know mildly hypoxic they're on four liters and or sat some seven percent it's really not normal for a, a 29 year old so you know thinking about reassessing at the end of your assessment and see how things may have changed uh, and this is obviously a situation where things can change very quickly. I think it's important to emphasize that. Um, I think a few other just um, stylistic points, your, your assessment was a, a bit colloquial. Um, so I think you said in uh, DOE, I would feel their tummy. And I think you said to look for uh, masses and lumps 
or things like that. And then phrases like tummy and things like that probably just need to be sharpened up for an, for an interview setting. You want to give off the best impression of yourself. Um, and the examiners will pref much prefer that you use uh, proper terminology and show that you've given the interview some respect, even though it may be terms you use in day-to-day -day life when you're talking to your colleagues. I think here it has to be using the most formal terms you can. Um, that said, I liked your assessment of the ABG. I thought you interpreted it well, and that's something that most candidates uh, struggle with. Um, and you did initiate some of the correct treatments. You talked about steroids and uh, salbutamol and ibuprofen, um, but you didn't really give any mention to the next steps, the magnesium, anophelin, um, and um, and other and other treatments, escalations that may then also be needed. So in your mind, you've got an acute acute asthma exacerbation. It's your opportunity. You've only got six minutes to try and get off across everything you know about the management of. So you can say what I'm going to initiate, but what the next steps are, and that gives the examiner that confidence that you're that you're, you're a very thorough and comprehensive candidate, and also that you're thinking not just at an IMT one level, but actually you're thinking at a level of a, a senior IMT trainee, and you know what the steps are. If you had this patient overnight and the med reg was busy on the ward, you'd be able to manage the patient very appropriately and quickly, um, and know where escalation is needed and I think on that point escalation you could have done it far earlier this is an unwell patient uh, in A&E this is something you will need help with um, and then uh, finally I think your your interpretation of the second blood gas again very good um, it had to be teased out to you in fact that this is a patient that might need intubation and ventilation and I think you recommended the patient may need HDU care yep that's reasonable um, but it's the young patient that's tiring and now uh, as CO2 is rising, the time really is now to think about intubation. I think spell that out loud and clear. And I think your um, your recommendation was perhaps a bit too soft in your uh, SBAR handover. So I think you could have been even harder and said, young patient, now tiring, um, CO2, PCO2 is increasing. And again, use the correct ter terminology to say she started with respiratory alkalosis, alkalosis her pH is now normalising with an increasing CO2. I'm worried she might need intubation. That's the kind of recommendation and handover you need here. Um, so I think all in all, you knew important parts about asthma and you probably did cover the main points, um, but there's some, a lot of things that could be worked on um, here. So I think that's really a fair assessment. Thank you very much. Thanks.